Hey friends, and welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your host, non-diet dietitian and trainer, Katie Hake, and this is episode 224. At the time of this recording, it is early November and the holidays are officially upon us. You can already see the Christmas decor at the stores and maybe ads popping up in your inbox. This time of year is often a time of celebration, lots of social gatherings, and usually a big focus on food. So while this time of year should be joyful and merry and bright, it's often very stressful or triggering for many people. Not to mention that diet culture has this weird twisted way of telling us that we need to earn our food or we need to swap out you know, these traditional ingredients for a cleaner, more healthier label. And here at Fit Friends Happy Hour, we are not about it. Now, I totally respect and can get behind the idea of wanting to take care of our bodies during a chaotic time, but we can do so without being restrictive and instead do this from a non-diet lens. Today, we are going to redefine the word health and talk about how to handle diet talk specifically around the holidays. I hope you're listening to this early enough before the holidays hit hard. And if you are already following the podcast or subscribed, you'll get alerts every Monday morning. So do that if you haven't already. And if you're looking for additional support through the holidays, feel free to schedule a free strategy call at katiehake.com forward slash schedule. We'll also put a link in the show notes. It's super laid back. You'll fill out a short form and we'll basically just talk about what it is that you're struggling with related to food, related to your body. You can ask any questions you have about working with me or my programs. And if it's a good fit, we'll schedule that initial consult. Okay, grab a holiday latte and let's get on to the show. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. Before we dive in on how to handle diet talk, I think it's important to take a pause and reflect on your definition of health. Oftentimes in any situation, really, when someone says something that irks us, it can sometimes be a matter of us just not really being clear on our own values or our own boundaries. I used to think that being healthy meant daily exercise for at least 45 to 60 minutes or eating mostly fruits and vegetables and maybe getting some sleep and drinking lots of water. I won't go into full detail on my own story. That's for another episode, which if that's even remotely interesting to you, just send me a DM, let me know, because I am. I'm curious if that would be helpful to you. But basically, it took burnout for me to really understand and believe that health is multifaceted. It's not just about leafy greens and burning calories. It's our mental, our physical, emotional, our spiritual health. Obsessing over food, obsessing over our bodies, negative self-talk, feeling guilt or shame around what we eat or what we don't eat, that can lead to elevated cortisol and chronic stress, which is just, if not more, 
detrimental to our health than eating the freaking pumpkin pie. And if you don't believe me, that's fine. There's research to support it. There's many people, even many healthcare professionals who don't know about the science behind intuitive eating and a health at every size approach, but I do. And my job with this platform is to help you see the other side, to help you look at your health from all angles. Then you get to make the educated decision or a well-informed opinion. You get to choose what feels right to you, what feels right for you, because at the end of the day, and I want you to remember this, no one knows your body better than you. And when it comes to setting boundaries and being well-informed, also remember that as we go through these tips and how to handle that talk, recognize that you don't really owe it to anybody. You don't have to justify anything when it comes to your food and your body and your relationship with your health. So just know that like that can change, but think of these more just as tools in your toolbox if you do find yourself in the situation where this comes up. So tip number one is to walk away. And this sounds rude, but you can be discreet because some days, like I said, you may just not have the bandwidth or the energy to fight the non-diet fight. It can be as simple as, oh, I just saw grandma come in and I need to give her a gift or excuse me, I have to use the restroom or, oh, shucks, I left my phone in the car and, oh, you know what? I think I left my windows down too. I'll be right back. Tip number two is maybe you just change the subject because literally there are about a million other things that we can talk about instead of our weight, instead of dieting. You might say, I'm starting early on my New Year's resolution, and I want to try talking about something new at parties. Don't you feel like we always talk about food? Have you seen that new Squid Game show, or what is even that about? If you feel stuck here, here's a pro tip. Just look at your surroundings to spark a conversation. An example might be, I love that throw pillow. You know, it's so hard to not spend a fortune on pillows, but you know where has good deals? TJ Maxx Home Goods. Speaking of, did you go Black Friday shopping this year? And there you go, a whole new different conversation. Tip number three is to set boundaries. There are certain people in your life who may just not stop talking about it. You know who they are. We don't need to call them out. We all know that one person, that one relative, that one friend, that one person who's going to talk about it. Setting boundaries can be very uncomfortable, but remember, setting boundaries is a form of self-care and a form of self-respect. And while it does take some reinforcing, it helps teach other people what you will and what you will not tolerate. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. In fact, it may inspire the other person to think about their own boundaries. Do this in a calm setting, you know, not in the heat of the moment. It can be as simple as, hey, I know we have different views on food and bodies, and I would just appreciate it if we didn't talk about those things. Is that okay? Or I'm trying something new, and I would appreciate it if you just didn't comment on my plate or my body. I have a client who I just met with this week, and we were brainstorming, you know, future situations around the holidays that might be triggering for her. And we talked about practicing, you know, this boundary setting in situations that felt a little bit safer. For example, she had some work friends who always kind of made jokes about her plate or about her eating. And I told her, I said, if you feel comfortable getting sassy 
and saying something like, you know what, if you were to say that to me and I had an eating disorder, do you know what that would do to my mental health? Do you know what that would do to my life? Because that's true. And that might be, you know, even though that sounds sassy, it sounds rude. I don't think it is. I think it's educating the other person. And so we kind of brainstormed what is a situation where it might feel comfortable starting to have those conversations in a light way. It can feel, you know, just kidding, but you're serious to give her a little bit more confidence before she goes into those more serious type settings. For example, with a parent or a sibling who you grew up around, you know, many of the things you struggle with may come from your relationship growing up around food with them. So that's just something to think about. Tip number four is to challenge the conversation. Now, this can be personal depending where you are at on your non-diet journey. But if you feel comfortable, you might have those people in your life who are open to a new way of thinking or can likely benefit from you sharing your experience. You might say something like, when I was dieting or yeah, now I just really try to listen to my body while eating when I'm hungry, stopping when I'm full, and just allowing myself to eat what I actually want. I mean, this is my goal. I would freaking love if you had the bold confidence to share this message in your own circles. This is not comparable, but I like to think of this similar to the topic of racism. Like dieting, it almost seems controversial, like politics and religion. But when we're able to have an open mind to see a different perspective, it really does enrich our relationships and quality of life when we talk about the topics that are the most uncomfortable. It's one thing to read or listen about it. You know, I think of racism and being an ally, but it is in our small groups where we have those dialogues and we have those conversations where the change really does happen on a larger level. You may even say something if it's a loved one who says, who starts talking about their diet. Maybe you pause and you ask them, are you okay? Because I know what it's like to struggle with food choices and I'm here for you if you want to talk about it. And lastly, remember to have empathy. This person in your circle who's bringing up food, dieting, their body, remember, they are not trying to sabotage your intuitive eating process. They are simply in the thick of the diet mentality themselves, and maybe they are not even aware of it. Ultimately, you get to decide where you expend your energy and when. They have to also own their own story and their journey in their own time. Recognizing this can be really helpful as to not letting unwanted comments trigger you. And if you want more tips in your back pocket, I created a free tool full of responses just for our podcast listeners. Just go to katiehake.com forward slash 224. That is this episode number or click the link in the show notes. I will send you an email where you can just screenshot this like little handy toolkit I made for you. And keep it in your phone, save it as your favorites, and you can revisit it while you're on your way to those holiday parties. So you have it fresh in your brain, those quick responses to say, and you're going to feel so good leaving those parties or leaving those conversations because, again, you're taking progress. You're making those tangible steps that are tough, but so worth it towards your non-diet goals. That's it for today's episode. You got this. I believe in you. Talk to you next week. Live fierce, be free. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. 
You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.